0: Hola bon dia! Welcome to Filling the Sink, a podcast from Catalan News. I'm Dick Lork and Parlarem del Catala. Did you get that? Today we're talking about the Catalan language and asking how difficult is it to learn. We'll be chatting about our own experiences and hearing from you too, our listeners. You got in touch in droves to tell us your stories about learning the language. We'll also hear from Dr. Afra Puyol campaign about what it's like to teach Catalan, not here, but in Cambridge. Joining me today are Christina Tomas White and Killian Shields. Bon dia. Hola. Bon dia com estem. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about learning Catalan, but Christina, why don't you tell us a little bit about the language first?
1: Uh, Well, it's a romance language that's spoken by around 9 million people, uh, although 11 million can understand it.
0: So romance language, so it's related to... From Latin. Yeah, derived from Latin. So similar to Italian, French, French, Spanish, 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 Portuguese, and so on. Galician, yeah.
1: Um, It's spoken in Catalonia as well as parts of Valencia, the Balearic Islands, Andorra, parts of Aragon that border with Catalonia, as well as parts of France, like Perpignan in the south, um, as well as the city of Alghero on the island of Sardinia.
0: Right. So it's really quite a geographic spread, isn't it? It's not just Catalonia. W- were you surprised when you first learned that, Kelly? I
2: was, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it sort of makes sense when you say like the south of France, because, you know, historically there's been the borders have been moving very often there. But when I heard about it, like being in the Italian island of Sardinia, like that was really surprising to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Christina, you mentioned so that a total of about nine million people speak it and even more understand it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually the ninth most spoken language in the EU, but it's not an official language. So there are more speakers of Catalan than several other official languages like Bulgarian, Danish or Slovak.
0: Hmm. And Kelly, you were looking at a survey from 2018 that had some kind of interesting stats just about how much the language is
2: used. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this is a survey that's done every five years. The first one was done in 2003. Uh, it shows that currently in Catalonia, nearly 95% of people can understand it. Uh, it's over 6 million adults and a bit over 80% can speak it and 85% can read and there's a big difference between different age groups as well precisely and the survey showed that over 80 percent of 15 to 29 year olds can both speak and write it whereas taking the population as a whole only 65 percent can write it so that means obviously the older age groups have a lot more difficulty when it comes to putting the language in writing
1: uh, yeah no that's that's uh, mainly because a lot of the older people weren't taught it at school so like for example my father and my uncles even though they are Catalan um, and they speak Catalan it, like it's their language so I've seen the most abhorrent spelling mistakes sometimes <laughs> because they've never been taught it
0: because it was it, it wasn't taught in schools yeah. during the Franco regime obviously yeah and what about you then Christine you grew up learning English Spanish Catalan yeah yeah
1: (laughs) though I mean I spoke English first and I remember being like three or four and not understanding what people were saying and then all of a sudden I just understood everything just
0: clicked well how good is it to (laughs) learn it's not usually Uh, that easy for how good to to learn when you're that age you know just suddenly it all clicks Uh, hasn't been the same for us has it Gillian far from it (laughs) (laughs)
1: sorry
2: Um,
0: what about you learning Catalan how's it been is it difficult
2: Is it difficult? The big question. It was certainly more difficult than I imagined it would be before I moved to Barcelona. So I moved already having studied Spanish in both school and in university in Ireland, as well as having lived in Madrid for a little while, so I just kind of assumed very arrogantly, ah, yeah, you know, I'll pick it up so easily without even trying. Yeah, no problem. Uh, and I've certainly found that, that is, it's been a lot more difficult than what I imagined it would be.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the thing that struck me uh, was that, in a way, it was the first time when I started to hear it, it was so foreign. Well, I mean, it's a foreign language, what do you expect? <laughs> but, I mean, there's plenty of languages I don't speak, And I kind of have an idea of what they sound like. You know, I imagine I have an idea of what Russian sounds like, or I don't speak French, but, you know, I I kind of, I know what it sounds like. But with Catalan, it was kind of, it was brand new. Do you know what I mean? I was like, "What it sounds, you you know, it sounds quite different from, from, although it's related to Italian and Spanish and, and, and French and things like that. To me, it sounds quite different as well. And, you know, once you start to get your ear around it a bit and start to you know you start to pick things out but at the start it was very much like oh this is this is this sounds new this sounds different
2: yeah this was absolutely key for me i think like it took so long for me to get my ear tuned to the language so like at first it just sounded like a homogenous blob of sounds and words that i couldn't make head nor tail of but like christina when she was three (laughs) (laughs) precisely yeah yeah. (laughs) Uh, but once I started to be able to figure out the accent a little bit and to, you know, you might hear like little words, but like, and then once once you can hear words, identify them, then maybe you can get a grasp of the general context of the sentence. Um, then like slowly but surely, yeah. But I think I think that accent is, is a really important thing. Like it's a very strong accent when people are speaking it here. It's something that I wasn't used to at all. I wasn't exposed to it at all. Uh, and it took a while to get in tune with that.
0: Well, we've been asking our listeners this week to get in touch with us as well. We've had an absolutely brilliant response. We asked you for your experiences about learning Catalan. And this is what you told us.
3: Hi, this is Todd from Connecticut in the United States. Uh, I first started studying Catalan about six months after moving to Barcelona, mainly because I was studying Spanish. However, every social event I went to with my Catalan girlfriend, everyone was speaking Catalan. so. I figured studying Spanish was a little bit useless as I never encountered it.
4: Hello, my name is Richard and I come from Belfast. I started learning Catalan back in 2011 in Barcelona. In my experience, Catalan isn't hard to learn if you put the effort in. And I think that's something that's true for all languages. The more you put in, the more you get out of them. Much like Irish, Catalan is a language of resistance. It has been able to bear and weather hundreds of years of persecution and that's something to be proud of
3: dia, this is Allison Trembley
1: from Jacksonville, Florida. I learned Catalan in Barcelona in 1981 as a university student, and I lived for a year with a wonderful Catalan host family in the neighborhood of Gracia. And it was a time of tremendous excitement about learning and studying the Catalan language for the first time after Franco's death. Uh, I learned uh, most of my Catalan from shopkeepers, uh, neighbors, and I particularly remember one grandmother who wept when she heard me speaking and said, we were never never allowed to study our
4: own language you know hi my name is Wendy Sanjaya I'm from Indonesia I live in Tarragona City and actually the first language I learned when I arrived here was Catalan because I married this Catalan guy almost all his family talking Catalan so I really need to understand Catalan so I can join the conversation, I can understand more their culture. Hi, good afternoon. My name is Julian Reynolds. I've been resident in Cambrils, near Tarragona, for over 12 years now. My family here speak Catalan. That's that's my wife and all her family. I'm obviously English. If you don't have a basis in a Latin language, then it's an extremely difficult language to learn. I don't find anything easy about it. Uh, what I know has just been by a
5: total immersion. Hello, my name's James. I started learning Catalan when I was 19, I think, at university. I went to live in Barcelona for a few months uh, shortly after that, and then a little bit of time in Andorra as well. And I've always had a wonderful experience learning Catalan. I, I think that you um, opened to a broader range of experiences in Catalonia as someone who speaks Catalan. People have always been incredibly friendly and supportive when I've used my Catalan.
1: Hi, my name is Katrina Watson, I came to live in Catalonia in 2011. Because you have two languages here, Catalan and Spanish, it feels to me as if the Catalan is the language that needs to be protected, much like Irish. So I was always determined that that's what I was going to learn. When I go anywhere and try to speak to people and they recognise immediately that I'm not I'm not native, I'm not from here. They almost always defer to me in Spanish, which I don't understand.
4: Uh, My name is Charlene van der Meer. I live in Belgium and I work for the Catalan government uh, as an investment
1: manager, um, managing all the investments coming from Belgium and Luxembourg in
3: in Catalonia. And so I speak Catalan as well. And my favorite word in Catalan would be Kelly.
2: Hola tots! my name is Gerry Mulvenna, and I'm an Irishman now living in Edinburgh, Scotland. Three years ago I started to learn Catalan. This followed my first trip to Catalonia in July 2018 when I just fell in love with the country and its people. A couple of years ago I organised a summer course for beginners learning Catalan here in Edinburgh with a friend who is a Catalan teacher. We filled our class of 10 students very quickly at short notice. Since this good foundation every week I maintain my Catalan by meeting my friend Pep he drinks coffee I drink tea and we speak in Catalan Adeo
0: Many, many thanks, moltíssimus gracias to everyone who got in touch to tell us their story. We were actually blown away by the response, so thanks to everyone. And sorry if we didn't include yours, there were just so many. We heard Charlene there say her favourite word in Catalan is caliu. What does caliu mean, Cristina? It's a new one for me.
1: Yeah, well, Caliú, um, it means literally it means embers, but it can also mean warmth. So if you go to a place where people are very friendly, you can say Ya Caliú.
0: OK, so like there's there's warmth here. like yeah. You get a good feeling, good vibes. No? Yeah, we asked people to send us their favorite words and phrases in Catalan. So we'll be hearing some of those later on as well. Now, most people who got in touch with us have learned Catalan here in Catalonia, as you would expect well we mentioned earlier that it's also spoken in valencia and places like that but there are also learners around the world as killian has been finding out this week chatting to dr
2: afra pujol i campain mm. Catalan is taught in over 150 universities around the world. In fact, some of the most prestigious and internationally recognisable universities across the globe have courses available to learn the language of Catalonia, including Harvard and UC Berkeley in the United States and Cambridge University in England. I caught up with Dr. Afra Pujol Campenj, who until recently was a Catalan lecturer at Cambridge, who has a PhD in Catalan Historical Linguistics, to hear her experiences of teaching the language abroad and the challenges that that brings.
3: Catalan has a set of little particles that can substitute different elements in the sentence that are present in other Romance languages, but particularly in Catalan, can combine in a million different ways. And even for native speakers, that is a challenge.
4: I
2: believe they're called pronoms febles, or weak pronouns in English. But how about an example of this?
3: OK, so if we want to say John will give apples to Julia at home, we can substitute apples and at home by little particles. So a sentence that would start as And John Lidunera pomas a la Julia a casa would end up being and john ni donarà a la julia
2: many of afro students also study spanish or french does it help to know or to learn other languages when learning catalan
3: speaking languages that are directly in contact with catalan in the romance linguistic continuum does mean that you already have grammatical structures so building blocks so that gives you an advantage if you speak french it will give you a massive advantage in terms of vocabulary If you speak Spanish, it will probably help you in terms of verbal morphology.
2: With other major European and global languages also available to learn, why do students pick up Catalan? Well, Afra says there are four main reasons.
3: So firstly, you have those students that have been on holiday in the Catalan-speaking territories and actually they, they perceived that there was something amiss. You know, they thought they were going to Spain and that they were going to be able to use their Spanish. And then they are like, oh God, what's going on? Then we have people that literally want to escape from literature papers. They just want to learn a language and they think, hey, I'm quite good at Spanish, I'm quite good at French, this is going to be a piece of cake. Then we have those that had already decided ahead of time that they wanted to do their year abroad, be it in Valencia, be it in Mallorca, be it in Barcelona. And they kind of know that if they do Catalan, their possibilities of finding something cool to do during their year abroad are better. And then we find those that belong to national minorities within the UK. They they have a sensibility towards minoritized languages. They need not be native speakers of the minoritized language of their territory, but they do have you know, they have an interest for what's going on elsewhere and for languages that are still alive.
2: And with the new language comes a whole new culture to discover for the students, something Afra very much enjoyed sharing in class.
3: For me, it felt like I was giving the keys of my culture to people who were just opening the door and discovering a whole new world. And I particularly remember the first class I used to give and I used to use this PowerPoint slide um, with different images of very Catalan things and it was things that would baffle them, like, uh, I don't know, a pro. Or, you know, you show them a deal, the shooting log, or the a and and they get very lost. And, you know, the atmosphere sometimes gets a bit awkward because, you know, there is a picture of a man going number two in the middle of, of the screen and they don't know where to look because they, you know, they're like, what's going on?
2: So with all of her years studying and teaching in Cambridge, what was Afra's biggest challenge?
3: I had been in Cambridge for years. I had been exposed to these, you know, received pronunciation accent and so on. And the day I had a Scouse coming into the classroom, a Scouse that actually spoke Scouse. Oh my God. I didn't know what to do. And then a Glaswegian came in, and that class was a very hard class to teach. But I I knew that the problem was mine because I just had not been exposed to those English varieties, right? So I I did make an effort. And by the end of the year, I'm happy to say that I could navigate what they were saying. But, oh, Lord, at the beginning, (laughs) that was something.
0: Our thanks to Afra, Puyol, and Campaign. Uh, Afra said that she struggled there with the Glasgow and Liverpool accents. Are there any particular Catalan accents that are maybe harder to understand if you're not so familiar with them, Christina, would you say? Well,
1: definitely. I mean, especially as someone from Barcelona, there there are accents, you know, like in Lleida or parts of Mallorca where, you know, they, sometimes they use words that I just never heard of before. Yeah. Or like in Terraza um, alebra and, and you know, it's not to say that there are any accents that are better than others. It's just if you're not exposed to them, yeah. you don't really know what they're saying. I suppose sometimes. a lot of
0: people maybe in the media as well or from Barcelona or that's the kind of accent yeah, you're more, more used yeah, to hear. I'm yeah,
1: guessing. I <laughs> mean, yeah, there is a bit of a Barcelona dominance. Now, when you're speaking
0: to Afra Killian, there was a few things she mentioned that we better clear up. A Cagane.
2: This is one of those brilliant Catalan things that always, always baffle people. Uh, So it's a Christmas decoration, believe it or not, of a Catalan peasant wearing like the traditional garb of like a white shirt, a red hat. Uh, But he's always in the very interesting pose with his trousers down around his ankles and a large pile of feces gathered underneath his derriere. She also mentioned the uh, tío which is a shitting log. Uh, And this is something that children get presents from at Christmas time. They beat the log, literally a a chunk of wood from a tree uh, with a blanket over it. They go into a different room, come back a couple of minutes later, and all of a sudden there's presents underneath that the piece of wood has defecated. (laughs) (laughs) And there was just one other thing she mentioned.
0: A Mm porro,
1: Christina? Yeah, that's it. Um, It's a wine pitcher.
0: I I think we've got one in the house, actually. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But not
1: any wine pitcher. It's one that you can hold up and drink wine out of without, like, Putting your lips on it so it can be shared around a table.
2: Yeah, so it's kind of a COVID friendly one. It <laughs> is, it is, it is.
0: <laughs> True, actually. Yeah, so um, if you want to see what it looks like, because it's kind of a straight, an unusual shape, or you know, it's kind of round. So yeah, it's like
1: a P- spout that you can look. almost
2: yeah, looks it's like, like a something spout. you'd see like in your science class when you're doing like weird yeah. experiments, boiling yeah. yeah. different chemicals and whatnot. So but check it
0: out P O R R O with a accent on the O as well. So you might be wondering. Where can you learn Catalan? Well, fear not, we're about to tell you. So, Killian and myself both actually did classes here in Barcelona with an organisation called CPNL. Cristina, I'm going to let you pronounce <laughs> that one because that's that's tricky.
1: Consorti per la Normalització Lingüística.
0: Exactly, cpnl.cat. They have classes all over Catalonia and the, the beginners ones are free as well. And Killian, you mentioned earlier that uh, you can study Catalan in universities abroad
2: yeah uh, in fact my university in Ireland Maynooth University actually offered a Catalan class when I was there and I intended on taking it but unfortunately it clashed with my timetable elsewhere so I studied linguistics instead which which was fun <laughs> and
0: if you want to see a full list of the universities where you can study Catalan uh, you can go to www.llull.cat that's the Ramon Yule Institute now normally at this point in the podcast It would be time for our Catalan phrase But we're doing something a little bit different today Because we've got some of our listeners And Catalan news readers
5: Favourite words in Catalan First up is James My favourite word in Catalan Is probably arrel You know, and the words related to it Like arrelat, arrelar. I could have chosen a more obvious one, like shushuech, but for me it's arrel.
0: What does that mean
1: then, Christina? Um, arrel means root. Arrelat means rooted. Though you can also use it to say that someone, like they usually use it for foreigners to say that, you know, they have ties to uh, like, to a place, you know. You? Um, shushuech. Shushuech. Can you guess what that means? (laughs) Whispering. Yep, Mm -hmm. indeed.
0: That's really nice, one actually, but that's not his favorite. Nope. Okay, next up is Wendy, who returns to a theme that we've already mentioned in the podcast.
4: (laughs) Many Catalan words or expressions. I don't know why, but they related into sorry poo or shit, merda, caca de la baca, cool y merda. And my favourite Catalan word is somietruitas. Fantastic. <laughs> Where to begin?
1: <laughs> I think uh, Kylian, you know what these mean. You wanna yeah, the
2: resident poo expert here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so merda would just mean literally shit, like when you're very frustrated at something. Caca de la vaca, uh, the poo of the cow. <laughs> and culi merda. Uh, this requires a bit more of an explanation It's like cool is behind As in as in a person's ass Merda, the the poo so These two things are very close obviously So you could describe two friends who are very close As cooli y merda so They go <laughs> everywhere together, they're inseparable That's brilliant
1: uh, Sumia is, uh, well it comes from sumia Which means uh, dreams And tritas which means omelette So literally it would be like omelette dreamer But actually it means daydreamer
0: that's great. Okay, next up is Todd.
3: As for why, my favourite word is autobuzus. I'm not sure. It's just a fun word. It's, uh, it sounds funny to me, and uh, I really enjoy hearing it and saying it.
0: One that I know what it means. bosses. It's brilliant.
1: Hello, my name is Ali, and I'm from Pakistan. And my favourite word from Catalan language is emdeshes.
0: Emdeshes. It's a nice sound. It just means...
1: Uh, will you lend me something? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Here's Katrina, who's a teacher.
1: One of the first words I really enjoyed was the word entrimaliat because it was something I had to use quite frequently uh, when I was describing when I was describing my pupils
0: were the pupils being well behaved
1: no they <laughs> <laughs> we were being a bit naughty
4: Okay here's Julian favorite word is saltinbanki which is like refers to sort of acrobat circus acrobatics just a fatty word saltimbangui and another expression is more of an expression than a word is quina poca solta, which just means what a what a silly thing
0: nice rhythm to that one quina poca solta. Mm. here's Alison
1: my favourite word in Catalan Laura Baixa dusk or twilight and I named my eldest daughter Natalia Gracia after my favourite character in the beautiful novel La Plaza de Liaman
0: oh I love that we also had an email from Cecilia from Denmark who said her favourite word was amistat, which, as you might have guessed, is friendship. I like that. I like amic as well, friend, well, male friend, I suppose, amiga, amic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And to round it off, here's a special phrase from Rebecca. I swear we didn't tell her to do this.
1: Uh, my name is Rebecca, I'm from England. My favourite Catalan word is an old fashioned root one, so maybe not appropriate. My favourite phrase is mica and mica sembla la pica.
0: That means, of course, little by little, the sink fills up where we get our name for this podcast, Filling the Sink. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. Please do subscribe to Filling the Sink wherever you get your podcast. Uh, You can follow Catalan News on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, on YouTube. Thanks so much to everyone who got in contact with us. It's been great hearing your experiences of learning Catalan. Thanks to you two as well, Killian and Christina.
1: Thanks for having
0: us Moltes gracias <laughs> We'll be back again next Saturday With another podcast Until then From me Lorcan Doherty And all of us here At Catalan News Que vagi mal be Bye for now Adean